It's been way too long, and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dives with Tad and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Tad and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Tad and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Tad and PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese. Followed by Hey guys, welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. It's Justin. I'm over here in Los Angeles. We've got Mike over in London. Hello, good sir. Yo, how's it going, man? Good. Good. Just chilling, you know, watching some football, losing in fantasy. What's new? Niners picked up a win. I really desperately needed it this week. So They I'm did. Happy. I was excited about that. And I've had Brandon Ayuk on my team all year who has just been strangely absent from sort of doing anything and he actually had a pretty good game today you know i tell you even though like trey lance is obviously far from you know becoming a starting nfl quarterback i think it little lit a fire under jimmy a little bit you know play better today i think it did too hey i i like jimmy i like yeah, jimmy i'm I'll okay with it. jimmy but yeah my giants play you guys know we record these like about a week before we release them giants play the chiefs tomorrow so i'm crossing my fingers although i'm not holding my breath yeah, that's not the the Chiefs need. Well, dare I say, the Chiefs need a comeback game. Is what they need. They do, and I feel like they're they're revved up, and I'm my my hopes aren't too high, but I'm also not counting my boys out. Okay, all right. So okay, okay, we went all over the place. A little NFL talk. I like it. Yeah, little little football talk. It's you know it's Sunday. We release the Eps on Sundays. It's it's we got to do it. All right. This week, our topic. Top five actors we'd like to see make a comeback. No, we need to see make a comeback. True, I'm, we I'm need the ante. We, need we don't want it. We need it. Um, and this topic it was inspired by one man, and that man is Brendan Fraser, the legend behind the Mummy films. I mean, what else did he have back then? Like Bedazzled, Last from the Past. What is it? Is it? Is like Crash? Was that like his last big film? You know what? Let's look it up right now because and and literally since so the comeback is underway. But oh, it's since underway. We created the episode. He just got announced to be in the new Batgirl movie, right? Fucking legend. So even before we could make the episode, the comeback continues to be more epic, and I'm so fucking ready. Yeah, I'd say the last thing that he did with any real like legs was Crash, and then. Over the last few years, he very slowly has been getting back in. He was in he was in season three of The Affair, the Showtime series, and he was in a couple other series. And now he's got a lot coming up. Like you said, gonna gonna appear in Batgirl. He's gonna be in the uh, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese movie. I love and it. So I love made it. us think: Who else are we missing that? is noticeably absent from film these days and that yeah. we need back. We need them yeah. back because they make the world better. And before we do, we have to do our spotlight for the week, which is a double spotlight this week. Both No Time to Die, the most recent and final Daniel Craig Bond film, as well as the sci-fi epic Dune. 
you guys are in for a hell of a spotlight right now. What, let's start with Bond, since, as you guys know, we've done an episode in the past where we ranked the Bond films. We watched all of them. And uh, now that we have no time to die, we have to talk about it. Mike, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. It's number five. It's officially knocked off GoldenEye on my list as my fifth favorite Bond film. No. Yes. You are kidding me. Would have been on the list. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I really liked it, man. I thought it was really, really well constructed. I mean, I was ready to complain about the length, but I don't think you really felt it until the very end where it got just a little bit draggy. Um, I thought the female characters were all pretty interesting, you know, as opposed to some of those earlier movies where they're basically just like there and they don't do fuck all. I thought that there was, I mean, there was a lot of stakes to this one, which I appreciate because that's another thing I really didn't like in, let's say, the Roger Moore era. You never really feel like there's anything on the line. And otherwise, I think they just fucking, you know, they threw everything in there. I mean, this was like all Bond films have to offer in one movie. It was a great last hurrah for Daniel Craig. I mean, it still had a lot of the same sort of cringy cliches that I don't like, but uh, it's it. I thought it delivered on everything you could have asked for. Okay, interesting. I definitely am not as high on it as you. Oh, okay. And I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I had some issues. So, okay, overall, I thought it was very enjoyable. I thought given the tone of the Craig Bond films, it was a proper fitting ending without going into spoilers much. But like, I don't know. For me, there was one I thought that the whole like female 007 or like 00 agent i wasn't against the fact that there was a female agent in there it was that i thought her character was so uninteresting like i truly thought they didn't do anything to make me like this character she was just there to have a female agent and i would have loved it if she was more integral to the story and was a more fun character on the other hand, I think MQ and Money Penny are all fantastic as usual. I did like uh, his love interest in this. I thought it was a good character, but I thought Rami, you know, I thought he did a good job as being the villain. I also though thought that his story wasn't in theory div- like I don't feel like he had enough plot for me to justify that he's this big bad, and I also just. All in all, think it's weird that this was the final bad guy for Bond, not Blofeld Inspector. But you got Blofeld there too. Yeah, you do. But I don't know. I I liked. Don't get me wrong. I walked out and said that was a really enjoyable movie. But it's definitely not my favorite Craig film. And I mean, I I'd say maybe maybe it's my third favorite of his. But I liked it. Didn't love it. I thought it was a solid ending, but there's a cu- I have a couple couple issues with it. Well, let me say, man, I've got three Daniel Craig films in my top five Bonds of all time. He's the absolute GOAT. Very excited to see who the new Bond is uh, and see when we get a film. Uh, I'm excited to see who the new Bond is as well. Also, can I just very quickly end this by saying people that are like, no, that guy shouldn't be the new Bond, or this should be the new Bond, or who gives a fuck? Like, who are these people that get so worked up about who the new Bond is going to be? Like, shut up. It's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm very curious to see. For me, like, the only thing that for me would be a no-no personally just is the people 
that have even given any light of day to like them choosing like a female bond. I'm sorry. I'm so much for more female representation and everything across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Bond is a character that was created by Ian Fleming that is a British male. It's just you can't do that to a character. So so that would be crossing the line for me. Agreed. But on the other side, I'm quite sure that we can both say the people that get significantly worked up at the prospect of having a black Bond can just die in a fire. 100%. I don't know what is wrong with those people. They can just please lose my number. Please lose my number. I truly believe that Idris Elba is arguably the greatest choice for the next Bond. He's got to be a top candidate. He's absolutely got to be. To me, the only reason he's not the next Bond is if he turns it down because yeah. everyone wants him to be. He'd be fucking amazing. Agreed. Agreed across the board. But in terms of a female Bond, let's make a dope ass series about a female spy, but it ain't James Bond. I love it. All right. Anyway, it's our second spotlight. Dune. Dune. So I really like Dune. I, I didn't read the book. I have to admit, I, I want to now after seeing the movie. I've also seen the Lynch film back in the day. This is part one of a of a two-parter. Part two was greenlit this past week, I believe, and that's fucking awesome. But obviously, this was directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve, and I think I said that right because I actually looked up the fucking pronunciation beforehand, who's fucking amazing. And this has got Timothy Chalamet. We've got, um, we've got Javier Bardem. Jason Momoa. Momoa. Oh my God. We've got Momoa. We've got Josh Brolin in there. Josh Brolin. We've got, um, oh my God. How am I? Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah. Also who's, uh, who plays Timothy's mother. She's fucking fantastic. Rebecca Ferguson, Rebecca Ferguson, who's fantastic. And, and Stellan Skarsgård is like sort of the big bad. Anyways, Dave Batista as well. Just shouting out everyone. I really liked this. I, I'm a big sci-fi guy. As a lot of you guys that listen weekly know. I did think there were some parts that were slow. But overall, even as someone that hadn't read the book, it was such an interesting world that I was brought into. Seeing this in IMAX, which I did, was just insane. And like some of the shots, they were pretty incredible to, to watch. And uh, and again, while I can't say, yes, this is book. There is a source material, so I can't say like, that they're breaking like this insane new creative ground because it's from this 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 book. But we are seeing stuff on the big screen that I haven't really seen before, like before. It's their own thing. Yes, there's a couple comparisons you could draw to other things like Star Wars or whatever. But overall, I thought this was a really interestingly done film and it got me very pumped up to see how they're going to finish the story in part two. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely lower on this than consensus, though I think that it was still a good film. Um, I just think it's it's very similar to Lynch's film. I, I don't know I haven't read the book, so I don't know if both of them just followed the book closely or what, but the two films are really close. And I just don't I don't know. Basically every review I've read and of uh, people are just getting off on the spectacle of it mm-hmm. and that it looks big and, and that's I just don't respond to that. So I think it's fine. Um, and I'm very, very curious about the second film because that's where they're really going to have to do something new. Again, source material, but still, that's where like it'll be really be different from the Lynch film. So I'm excited for the other one, but I also was was shocked at how good people think this movie is. Yeah, I think maybe people are going a little overboard, but but for I will say like as much as I'm I am a guy that the story has to be good. 
but it really visually and sonically is pretty insane. Hans Zimmer does the score and just we just haven't had an opportunity to see a movie like that on the big screen in a while. So I think a lot of people were excited to get back and see something like that. And it's a pretty interesting story to boot. So, yeah, part two should be interesting. But um, shit, let's get to this. The real reason we're here. Top five actors we need to see make a comeback. By the way, if you hear me coughing or sounding weird in this episode, I'm I'm quite sick right now. Playing her, doing it for the pot. Thankfully not COVID, but, but a nasty respiratory infection that is uh definitely has me chilling in the house so all right well then let me go first let's yeah, give you a break take it away get some water catch your breath thank uh, you i'll go first number five actors we absolutely must see a comeback from my number five i wasn't sure if this was going to be an honorable or five but i feel like we're personally responsible so it had to be number five. Oh my god and that is amy smart wow the fact is that her last big film was Crank High Voltage, and it basically ruined her film career. And I think we're partially to blame. Wait, that actually pisses me off, because what a great last movie to be in. That's the last movie Amy Smart was in? Well, well no. I mean, she's. Every, I think every like all the people on my list are still like working in some right. way, right? But like she's, she's no, she's not been in anything big. She had a little guest spot on Justified. She had a little guest spot on Shameless, but I mean... No, but, but from 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 ninety nine to two thousand nine, dude, Varsity Blues, oh Rat Race, God. Butterfly Effect, Starsky so and Hutch, great. Just Friends, both cranks. I mean, an absolute gem. And and I really think that Crank Two is just too much for people. And she leaned into it. She's amazing in her role. And and I have to think it kind of was the beginning of the end. And I oh. just that is unacceptable. She that should really be given is. you know an honorary Oscar after the fact, not have her career ruined. I. Could not agree more. What a great choice. Honestly, wish I'd thought of it myself because she is a such a gem. Oh, my Lord. Seriously. Let's get her back. We need a comeback. We need a comeback. I'm I'm loving that number five. Can't wait for yours. My number five is a man that just I don't know where the fuck he went. And he was on top of the world. And we haven't really seen I mean, we didn't really see anything from him for like six plus years. And then he had a very small bit role in a movie a couple of years ago. And it's the one and only Mike Myers. Oh, that's on my honorables. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Austin fucking powers. Wayne's world. Shrek, bro. Shrek. How dare I forget? The man is a giant. Like He maybe hasn't had the most roles ever, but like. Talk about iconic roles that people remember. I mean, people are still dressing up as Austin Powers and Wayne's World for Halloween. Yourself included. Exactly. I once dressed up as Austin Powers. So it's just like, where the fuck has this man been? He did the yeah. Love Guru in two the Love Guru in two thousand eight. Then he had such a small role in Inglorious Bastards in oh nine. He did the the Shrek Forever After in two thousand ten, and we haven't really had much from him since then. He had the, a small role in Bohemian Rhapsody in 2018. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I looked into it a little bit. It looks like maybe he's been spending time with his wife and kids. His kids are, I think, like five and six or around that age now. So I guess it makes sense. Like they were born, then he stopped. But we need him back. And the good news, apparently, he's in an upcoming David O. Russell film. And apparently... 
there's an Austin Powers 4 that's been announced. Although I don't know how true this is. Yeah, okay. That sounds like early early days. But yeah, okay. it sounds like I mean, it's still a bit of a rumor, but point being, we need him. I absolutely agree. This was on my honorables. Uh, I mean, such a foundational star in our youth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hysterical. Uh, and yeah, he's just been gone. And I love him in Inglorious Bastards. Every time I go back and watch it, I'm just like, wow. Fucking Mike Myers. What a cast. What a fantastic little scene. Oh, I mean, that's all we could say. We need him. We need absolutely him. need him. And if it's Austin Powers for here, here, you know, I'll take it. My yeah. number four is an actress uh, that I just love. And really, she only had like a four or five year run in the late 90s, early 2000s. But during that time, my Lord, she was big. And I wish she was back. And that is... Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, on my honorables, obviously. Dude, I know what you did last summer. Obviously, I still know what you did last summer. She was on Party of Five. Then she was in Heartbreakers. Can't Hardly Wait, a film I really love. She was in that one Smash Mouth video. Mm-hmm. One episode of Boy Meets World where she played Jennifer Love Pfefferman. Shout out Dylan Finnerty. Uh, And then she was gone. And I don't know if people remember, but... But really what happened is that she went to focus on her music career. I did not know that even. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. She had like a, like albums, at least one album. And she was Holy like, that's shit. And then she, I don't want to say she stopped acting, but that was clearly where she put her focus. And it's like, she, she was so huge, but for such a short period of time. I dude, just don't know how it happened. Can I tell you how huge Jennifer Love Hewitt was? The first like... When you would go to like the the scholastic book fairs and everything at school growing up or oh, wow, you know wow wow big shout out scholastic book fair. I know one of my favorite things from growing up. Um, one of the first books I got when I was like under like knew about movies and actors and everything is I bought two books, one about each actor. One was Leonardo DiCaprio, one was a book on Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's incredible. My first crush, honestly. As yeah. like oh, a yeah. celebrity. A, a huge crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day. We need her back. She was here for so short. Such a short amount of time. It's not enough time. I mean, her flame burned bright, but I, I need it back. We need it back. We need it back. What a, what a pick. What a pick. Okay. My number four is another, another lovely female star who, I mean, I have to say, honestly, like over the past few years between between being with with Alex and also between doing this podcast has really made me a bigger and bigger fan of this human. And I just do not know how she has not been in more. Now, it feels like this should be the part of her career where she's like doing some crazy, awesome roles, maybe even winning like an Oscar. And that's Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has she. I mean, still is probably considered maybe the rom-com queen of all queens. But like, besides just being great and she was in so much back in the day, she has not been in anything, Mike, in so long. I mean, she had like an insane run, obviously, in like mid-80s through, I'd say, the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And since then... She played. She really has not been in much. She was in In the Land of Women, that movie in 2007 with uh, with Adam Brody oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Kristen Stewart. And I'd say outside of that, 
like not much. She was in a Curb episode. I can't even call out anything else really since then. Where is she? Where's Meg? Why did she just stop? She's an absolute legend. I mean, like when Harry met Sally, you've got mail, sleepless in Seattle, city of angels, top gun, the doors. Like we need you. You can't just leave us. I have like just an awful feeling in my stomach that Meg Ryan has basically been like she reached the age where Hollywood doesn't want actresses anymore and Mm -hmm. she was sort of cast to the side, which is just disgusting. I mean, she's incredible. She should be in so much more shit. Dude, if that's the case, it really would make me so fucking sad. And and not to, you know, I don't want to cut you short, but that is a perfect transition to my number three. A Please. similar similar star from a similar time, similarly on top of the world. And that's Gina Davis. Ugh, legend. Her run from like mid-80s to mid-90s, not that she didn't have great films outside of this, but I mean The Fly, Beetlejuice, Earth Girls Are Easy, Thelma and Louise, A League of Their Own, and then like she's barely in anything now. Dude. When I see her on screen, I'm just like, oh my God. Gina Davis is in this movie. This is going to be incredible. She's just so endearing. She's so funny. I mean, I don't understand how she's not still like like a star on top of everything. What the fuck? I don't get it. I do not get it. This is just not fair, and I don't like it. I well, maybe it's maybe it's her choice. I mean, I can only hope. But like I was saying about Meg Ryan, I have a feeling these two stars are connected in that way. It feels like they may have been sort of thrown to the side by Hollywood, and fuck that noise. I am not down with any of this. Like it's I'm just so getting angry. Up. I just want to see all these comebacks so bad. I'm getting angry that they're not happening. It's getting me literally worked up. It's just not cool. It's just not cool. Wow. Gina Davis. What a call. Didn't Gina Davis go to BU as well? What? Am I wrong about that? Is that true? I'm looking that up right now. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. She is. So they did that to Gina Davis, just seemingly one of the nicest people ever. Like she always just seems like so nice in her films. There's like a warm soul and a former terrier. And they did her. I mean, come on. What the fuck? I'm not okay with this. I mean, she's even great in Stuart Little. Don't forget about Stuart Little. I mean, come on. All right. All right. Okay. Number three. I got to get back to it. Number three. I'm it back. Okay. My number three is an actor that I just... I personally just loved so much and he had sort of I'd say a short run where he was really big but I just haven't really he with this said by the way he is still acting like like other some other ones on our list but I haven't really seen him in anything in forever and he's you know TV episode here or there this or that and that's Devin Sawyer oh bro that's on my models as well dude Obviously blew up with Final Destination, but also was in Idle Hands, SLC Punk. Dude, Slackers? Oh my God, Slackers. I mean, he was fucking Stan in the Eminem Stan video. Yeah. He was just, you know, at that time, around like around the year 2000, you know, a few years before, a few years after, guy was on top of the world. Then all of a sudden, he's just, by the way, Mike, I'm going to throw out a movie that I have not thought about in almost 20 years since it came out. But wow. Do you remember Extreme Ops? No. Oh, my God. It's like it's like this movie in the snow. 
that he was oh, one of the main characters. Wait. It sort of came out around the time of Vertical Limit, I think, but like okay. a couple of years later. I was about to say, I think I might have only seen Vertical Limit. Yeah. Oh, my God. But but anywho, this he was huge. And then I don't know what happened. He didn't. I'm looking right now at his IMDb and it's like, you know, the occasional random movie that yep. I don't even know yep. if they got a theater release, the occasional episode. He was in the TV series Nikita for like 30 some odd episodes. So he, so he did have a, a a TV role that worked out from like 2010 to 2013. But I don't see anything else that I can really call out. It's like I, I want him back in the spotlight. I don't know why he got left out of the fi- the subsequent Final Destination films either. I think we need to get to the bottom of we that. We do need to get to the like bottom the of this. Also, I almost forgot to shout out him and Casper. I'm just glad you shouted out Idle Hands. I mean, oh. it's a very, very solid film that people forget. It really is. And he seems like a cool dude, by the way. Like, I follow Agreed. him on some Agreed. of the socials. He uh, he also was just in this film, Hunter Hunter, that came out, I think, last year. That's, that's pretty solid as well. Ooh. But like you said, I mean, these are small roles and smaller films yeah he's a cool dude i'd love to see some more of him he really like it can't be understated that one or two like amazing leading roles can leave a a lifelong impact and like i'll never yes forget him as alex browning from final destination it's like they've never been able to reach the heights of that movie because they don't have him to be quite frank he's awesome we need we need to see some more of him Yes, love, love, love that pick. Um, my number two is, I think, the most baffling to me of any that I've like come across. It just makes no sense whatsoever, because a lot of time a star will like blow up, and then they'll have like three or four movies, and if those don't do well, then it's at least understandable why they kind of drop off. You know, mm-hmm. this person was so massive for like two years, and then just disappeared for thirty years. And that is Jennifer Grey, Ferris Bueller, Dirty Dancing, and then nothing. And then wow. suddenly, now suddenly, you know, town, she pops up in Red Oaks. Yes. And she's delightful. And you're like, oh my God, Jennifer Grey's back. She's here. Obviously, you know, she's, she's aged by 30 years, so she's not playing anywhere near a similar role, but she still has all the charm from before. She's just fantastic in that show. But where did she go for all those years? I don't know. And it's not like she's been getting a ton of subsequent roles. Like, it seems like that's more of like a, you know, flash in the pan than like a sustained comeback. Right. And sadly, Red Oaks is underrated as is. If you haven't seen it, you know, go see it. What the fuck? I just don't get it. Oh, my God. She was so big back in the day. Is there two more like... Like more '80s films than Ferris Bueller and Dirty Dancing. I mean, come on. I mean, not not many, not many. She's just great. Oh, and dude, her second film role ever was Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah, Red Dawn. That's right. That's right. Good point, Red Dawn. But then after all of that, she did like TV movies. Like she didn't then get like a bunch of huge films. Like it just never. It was like she had never been in massive films. Like, well, which is bizarre. so strange given that Dirty Dancing, out of like the like Red Dawn, then she has Ferris Bueller like a, few, like a few years later, then she has Dirty Dancing the next year. How do those two movies, Ferris Bueller and Dirty Dancing, back-to-back years not shoot you into everyone wanting you in movies? That is exactly what I don't know. 
And again, she's just proven that she can totally adapt, you know, to a new type of role and be just amazing. So cast Jennifer Grey and shit. That's what I'm telling you. Any filmmakers listening to this, please do that. Please, please, please. And and speaking of talented females that need to be back in the spotlight and back in movies, this one, although it seems to be of her own accord in looking into it, but I don't care. We need you back. The one and only Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's she been up to? I mean, nothing. She literally has not been in a movie since 2014. Like straight up has not been in a movie since 2014. Oh my god! Which was which was Annie, and before that it was Sex Tape with Jason Siegel, which was fun. Or wait, was that Jason Siegel? Am I total? Did I? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. But like, which was fun. But like, those are your last movies. Like Cameron Diaz, the fucking legend. I mean, her first film role ever was the mask unbelievable unreal it's like you've got my best friend's wedding fucking there's something about mary like she's in fucking being john malkovich any given sunday charlie's angels shrek to bring shrek right back into the mix sweetest fucking sweetest thing vanilla sky she's actually in slackers if you remember oh yeah Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Oh, gongs, dude. Gongs. The holiday. Speaking of, we're getting close to holiday films. She's in the holiday. Like, where did you go? Where did you go? And honestly, even her recent, recent, but like even her last few years of films, like even though they were a little bit more, maybe not as big, I enjoyed stuff like like for what it was like bad teacher and sex tape. I thought they were fun. I, I liked bad teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And she was in The Counselor, which I actually never saw and always meant to see the uh, the Ridley Scott film. Yeah. With like Fassbender and, and who else was in that? Penelope Cruz, Bardem, Brad Pitt even. But like, yeah, we're again, I looked into this a little bit. It looks like she sort of decided to step away, I think, like to maybe to be with her family but damn seven years off screen she was just such a force and such a big part of cinema especially in our formative years i'd love to see her back in some stuff i think she really is great i mean listeners of the pod know my wife worships at the altar of cameron diaz and for good reason i though i do feel like while i appreciated the sort of bad teacher era Mm mm-hmm I just don't, I think maybe, again, it sounds like she's taking sort of personal time, but I do think the last 10 years, it's it's not really clear what direction she's going to go in mm-hmm. as an actress and like mm-hmm. what her sort of next set of characters will be. So I hope she comes back, but I'm also like not exactly sure what types of roles she will play. I'm sure we'll see her again. I'm crossing my fingers, man. I think she's got to go for like, I mean, I don't think she has to do anything, but I think it'd be very interesting if she went for a couple meteor roles. I want to see what what chops she's got. Yeah, I agree. That would be great. Wow. I, I honestly like I didn't even consider that. It just I can't believe how long it's been. It feels it's like so just long. yesterday somehow. But oh, my I God. Know. OK, well, great pick. I mean, Cameron, please come back. Are we at number one? Dude, we're at number one and you're going to freak out about my number one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
largely because like I had to bite my tongue about something we've already talked about. Because my number one is Allie Larder. Oh my god, you didn't. How? Oh my god, how did I not think of her? And the thing about her is like, first of all, I think she's a totally underrated actress. I think she's actually really good, and she has a like a, a good variety of characters that she can play. But also, like, she's just in all the right type of genre films for me. So obviously, she's in Varsity Blues. Then she's in Final Destination and Final Destination Two. Shout out Devin Sawa. I mean, everyone from Final Destination should be in more films. But then she's in Legally Blonde. You're like, Ugh. yes, I love that. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Love that. God, I love her. Now, 2007 is when she gets in the Resident Evil series. So she has done a few more of those since then. But I don't necessarily consider those like, it's not that you're not working, but it's sort of just like like Mike Myers. It's like a continuation of an old role. It doesn't mean that you're like hot still mm-hmm. in Hollywood. But then 2008 is, I think, her piece de resistance, which is the movie Obsessed with Idris Elba and Beyonce. You know what? I never saw it. Okay, the movie's not good. She's fucking great in it. She's fucking incredible. And you're like, wow, Allie Larder can be in like all these thrillers and like sort of like horror movies too. And then just just gone. Can we also just shout out her really small but great cameo in Entourage? Yes, of course we can. Of course we can. She is awesome. Allie Larder is fucking great. Yeah, she's just doing like small TV spots. That's it. I don't understand. Give me a fucking break. She's incredible. It kills me, bro. Great. Agreed. We forgot about Heroes. Maybe it was Heroes that did it. Oh, my God. Yes. Heroes. Heroes. Which yeah. she was on for a while. But again, I mean, that takes us all the way up to 2010. Like, what Dude, happened? No, since I'm looking at it right now, since 2010, we don't really have any. Like, yes, yes, she's been working. But Allie Larder should be in fucking big movies. She's Absolutely. Awesome. Very disappointing that we haven't seen her in more. Yeah, I'm a little depressed now. But anyway, yeah, I hope I hope she gets big roles again because and you have to watch Obsessed. She's she's truly great in it. I'm going to. I remember when I would, saw the trailer for that many, many, many years ago. And I now with some hindsight, Idris and, and her, I'm in. Not to mention, I guess I'm always down for a little Beyonce role here or there. It's definitely Beyonce's like worst role in terms of her performance. But there's exactly one scene where she's just like transcendent. And then the rest of the film, she's just bad. But we love you, Beyonce. We do. We do. Only because we'd be killed if we didn't. Let me just say this. Allie Larder is like a psychopathic murderer type person in that yes. film. And she's so good, she makes Beyonce unlikable. Wow. That's how good she is in the film. Allie fucking Larder. Give her more roles, people. Please. Incredible pick. So you're number one. Very, very pumped. Well. You made a little uh, joke to me prior to the pod, and it's like you oh, know. Oh, yes. The one and only Josh Hartnett. It's just not right. It's just not right. It is a literal crime of Hollywood that this man is not a bigger star. It's a crime. I'm literally, you just, I just raised my voice. That's how much I'm a little bit upset about this. Yeah. It gave us that, that Penny Dreadful show, you know, as a little bit of a teaser, but yep. otherwise it's been forever. Okay, Josh Hartnett, lucky number 11, like the faculty, fucking Halloween H2O. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, Sin City, 40 days and 40 nights. Black Hawk Down? Black Hawk Down! 30 Days of Night, an underrated uh, vampire flick? I mean, Yes, 
Honestly, the one movie that I did, I have to admit, I did not like that he was in the Black Dahlia. wasn't a big fan. That's not good. Life. That's not good. But the Virgin Suicides. <laughs> oh, but I mean, come on. V- Wicker Park, Hollywood Homicide. I mean, give me a fucking break. What and what f- happened? Also, his first film role ever, ever, ever was Halloween H two O. How Incredible. fucked up is that? And he's like the main character. Literally, I don't know how he got the role. I need to look into this, actually. I'm now realizing, how have I not looked into that? He might have sold the soul. Maybe, but it's like, okay, we get to 30 Days a Night is in 2007, okay? Pretty, like, underrated, but, like, also, like, somewhat big, like, for horror that year. Yeah. And we don't really have much after that. Yeah, he does some movies here or there. He does Penny Dreadful. In that that ran from 2014 to 2016, but like pretty much for seven years, we almost have nothing until Penny Dreadful, and then since Penny Dreadful, we also don't really have much. Again, an occasional movie, but nothing that really made any waves. And he's 43. I'm looking it up right now. He's only 43. He's young. Like, I mean, come on. I don't understand how through his 30s he didn't get roles. Like. He's a fucking stud. He's a good-looking dude. He's a pretty good actor too. Like I know there's people. Yes, there's the there's the few elite actors that no one's gonna touch because they just have skills that you can't touch. Maybe he's not on that level, but he's a good-looking, solid actor that was a fucking heartthrob for a lot of girls growing up. I don't know how this guy doesn't get more roles, dude. dude I just I was just looking at some pictures. Still is. What the f- and I don't have any doubt about that. Like it's insane. Where is this man? I don't know. I don't know. Let's get him back. I I completely agree. I completely like, agree. Like have unfair. fucking Quentin put him in the next film for something. Let's boost his fucking star power. Get him in the next Marty film. I don't care. Get him in something big. Josh Hardin with his little mustache would have been fantastic as a side character in like Django. Oh my god. He would have been perfect in that completely agree i don't understand what this man did to deserve this he just put out banger after banger after banger and honestly like he sort of capped off his banger period with with lucky number slevin which might be his biggest banger of all and then like you said 30 days of night was not a big film i think it was you know i think the lack of success from black dahlia probably forced him into a role like that but he's good and it's a good vampire movie yeah and dude he was in sin city just a couple years before those like (gasps) he's in the great opening of sin city oh my god he sells the entire film i agree and i mean i'll i'll always think of him as 40 days and 40 nights like that was that was in our childhood at least like such an iconic sort of sex comedy role so let me tell you yeah. I watched 40 Days and 40 Nights no more than like six weeks ago because oh it was on God, TV. Obviously, it's incredibly problematic. I I figured. And so I was like reading the reviews after as I was like rating it myself and everyone was like one star. Like he's getting raped in this film. This is like so ridiculous. And I was like, I loved it. I was like, oh <laughs> he was still able to sell it. And I don't want to transition into our honorables just yet. But one of mine is Vanessa Shaw who is like the sort of uh, like evil ex-girlfriend in that film who ends up raping him at the end. And she's great in it as well. Dude, wow, I haven't heard that name forever. Dude, Eyes Wide Shut? How did that not make her career explode? I don't understand. I have no idea. 
And then she was in the Hills Have Eyes. She was I in know. like the she was like the lead in the Hills Have Eyes, which I, I just watched the other day. And she was in a movie that I just saw for the very first time. Uh, I'm going to talk about it on the Patreon now. Oh, that okay. Um, okay. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Josh Harden, we miss you. Let's do a little recap and then talk honorables. Yes. So give me your All five right. to one. Five to one. Five. Amy Smart. Four. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Three. Gina Davis. Two. Jennifer Grey. One. Allie Larder. I couldn't even get to the men on my list because there was so many women that I need to see back. Absolutely incredible. And mine were little mix of each. Five. Mike Myers. Four. Meg Ryan. Three. Devin Sawyer. Two. Cameron Diaz. And one. Josh Hartnett. All right. Hit me with some honorables. Okay. Well, right off the bat, and the only reason I didn't include this one is because he's not fully off the map, but Emil Hirsch. Yes. Agreed. Yep. He's our guy. I love him so much. He just did have a smaller role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but like a small role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, still a big fucking deal. Yeah. I mean, but but with that said, he hasn't done enough. He did do, I mean, Lone Survivor was now 2013, which it, yeah. that felt like it was about to be a little, like he did Savages, then that, and like Prince Avalanche. I was like, oh, like maybe he's going to have the comeback. And I don't know. He's had some things here and there. He had Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I know wasn't like super famous, but in the horror community, I felt like a lot of people saw it. Another guy that I don't understand what he could have done. To piss Hollywood off. Fantastic as an actor, another good looking kid. I mean, yeah. I don't know what he did. But yeah, so I really would, I would love to see some more Emil Hirsch. Um, I'd love to see, I'm going to, I'll just shout out a few more. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ashley Judd. I'd love to see some more Ashley Judd. You know, not only do I need to see more Ashley Judd, but I need to see more of the movies Ashley Judd was in. Like oh the queen God. of the thrillers from the 90s. The queen. I mean. And it sounds like she was sort of blacklisted because of, uh, was, was she, was it the Weinstein stuff or? Oh, no. One of those. She was mixed up in one of those oh, garbage God. things that was really fucked up. Fuck. But we got to bring her, which is even more reason. Time to bring her back. Let's get her back. Need Ashley Judd back. Also, unfo- this is a deep cut. I'm hearing maybe he, unfortunately, has had some issues with the law. And that oh, could no. be a little bit why we haven't seen too much of this guy in a while. But I loved him back in the day, and I, I have to give him a shout. Jason London. Oh, wait. I have to. can't even put a face to the name. Jason okay, London. Look him up right now. Hold on. Dazed and Confused. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Dazed and Confused and out fucking cold. Yeah, obviously. So he was in, like, all those movies around that time, and he was killing it. And, I mean, he hasn't been in anything. And, I mean, can you think of the last time you've really seen him in anything, Mike? No. No, I can't. No, it's and again, he is still working. If you look at his thing, but it's like all these movies that I would almost guarantee almost all of them are not going even in theaters. And uh, I'll drop one more and then I'll put it over to you. Billy Zane. Oh, yeah. What's up with Billy Zane these days? I don't know what Billy Zane's doing these days, but I mean, the man was like the main uh, antagonist in Titanic. Obviously, what was that movie? He had uh, the Phantom. He He had a run. I mean. He had a big run. He was in Dead Calm. He was the he was the bad guy in that. Oh yes, 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 of course. Yeah. And sort of after I'm trying to look right now, like he shows up with that like cameo in Zoolander, but Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I don't really think even after that cameo he ever did much, and that was back in two thousand one. And Titanic was ninety seven. 
it's funny that you say that because like it's been so long that unless you're like at least our age, that cameo won't even work. No, because people won't even know who he is. That's yeah, agreed. What happened to him? I don't know. That's fucked. But you give me a couple. I got a couple more, but I want to hear some from you. All right, I've got Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh my lord, what a pick! I mean, Harriet the Spy, Pete and Pete, Buffy, and then you're like, what's she gonna do? Oh, Euro trip. Here comes the Michelle Trachtenberg revolution. Unbelievable. And then it just sort of died out. I mean, she ended up being in Gossip Girl later on, but that's already ten years ago. Like, yeah, we we need her. We need more Michelle. I mean, what like, the shit? Come on, come on. Catherine Zeta Jones. Whoa, that is a big pick. I did not think of her. Dude, that is a great what, one. What a run! I mean, she was in Oscar-winning films. I mean, come on. Where did she go? I mean, we just talked about Mask of Zorro. Shout out Chris McKay. Incredible. But then High Fidelity we've talked about. Obviously, Traffic, Chicago, then Intolerable Cruelty, The Terminal. Like, these are huge. Yeah. And she was in that No Reservations film, that rom-com about the chef, I think. And then, like, just a couple things since then. And that's already, you know, that No Reservations was 14 years ago. She hasn't done any real movies since, like, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. She had a small role in like uh, Rock of Ages, I guess, around that time. But like, I mean, come on, small role. Catherine Zeta Jones, get the fuck out of here. This is and and, and Catherine Zeta Jones, like, just like we said, Josh Hartnett still looks great. She still looks great too. Where the hell is she? Get her in some movies, dude. So I'll give two more, and then I'm gonna group these together and then pass it back to you, and we can okay. go back and forth. But these ones are. I couldn't necessarily put them in my top five because it depends on how you know people how they judge whether this person is sort of in need of a comeback or not. Um, but for me, I'm I'm very concerned. So number nine, Taya Leone. Whoa. So she was in Madam Secretary, like she was the main person in that show, which is now over. But she had absolutely nothing for like a decade before that, and I don't think. She's had anything since, or is like on the trajectory to get anything. But I mean, obviously, fucking Bad Boys, Deep Impact, Jurassic Park Three. I mean, come on, dude! How absolutely strange is that that she hasn't been in anything in so long? She's had a very odd career, and that she was in some very big things. She hasn't been in that many like things as a whole compared to certain other actors. And then it was just like nothing for so long. It's like, what? And the one I had one above her is Renee Zellweger. So Renee Zellweger won the Oscar in 2019 for that film, Judy. But before that, she had Bridget Jones's Baby. Again, that's like a continuation. And otherwise, nothing for like another decade. So she was totally off the map. Then she won the Oscar a few years ago. I hope that means that she's on the map, but I'm very concerned that it means like it's just a flash in the pan. Yeah, that that's a good call. Obviously, she sort of did have her comeback, but yeah. I get what you're saying. She's on she's on the like, what the watch list. You know, yep. we need to make sure that she continues to get roles. Oh. All right, hit me with some more. All right, I've got two more. One, an actor who I really have always just had like a soft spot for that I really like, Thomas Jane. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I loved his version of the Punisher. He's been in, you know, Thin Red Line, Deep Blue Sea, Boogie Nights, The Mist. Um, He had that show on HBO Hung, which, again, I really liked, but no one really watched. 
and oh by the way sweetest thing speaking of cameron diaz but um True. yeah i don't know he just he hasn't been i mean he's still working again but but he hasn't been in that much right i guess no, he's in no. you know what he's in that i do have to see because people tell me it's good the expanse oh like that sci-fi tv series yes 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 yep so maybe he's not like as off the radar as I'm thinking. But bottom line, this was just always someone I thought sh- always should have been a bigger actor. I think he's great. And at least he did have a period where he was sort of a leading man or, or in big movies. I feel like he could be a great late stage. Absolutely. Like actor where I feel like he could get he could have the best stage of his career now. Completely agree. So Thomas Jane. And then the last one I want to throw out there, Lily Sobieski. Oh, what's she been up to? Literally nothing. She, of course, you know, she starts out her career in the mid 90s and then she goes into she's in she's in Jungle to Jungle, Deep Impact, Never Been Kissed, Eyes Wide Shut, Joyride, The Glass House. Like you thought around that point, okay, this girl's sort of becoming like maybe maybe she's going to be one of the next big things. And then not much happens after that. She's in some other movies in like the mid 2000s. Oh, yeah, I'm looking now. I mean, wow. and then it just totally falls off. She she pretty much hasn't been in anything over the last decade. This is another one that I kind of just forgot. And I'm just sad. I mean, yeah, what the hell? a very just like unique look. Yeah, I, I just wish she wish she was in more. Completely agree. All right. I've got maybe two and a half. We'll see. So okay. first one I'm throwing out there is Winona Ryder. Oh, she's at her comeback. Has she though? In Stranger Things, does that count? She's not on the she's not in any movies. That's my point. I guess that's fair. I, I don't know. It's tough because it's like I know what you mean. I think you know what? Worthy of saying in the honorable mentions. Yeah. But when you're on arguably the biggest TV show in the world right now, at least top three, like yeah. of the last five years it's i think she's she's making so much goddamn money doing that she's probably like i don't need to do a goddamn thing otherwise but before that she was getting nothing i mean she was in black swan but for another decade before that she wasn't in anything since basically girl interrupted very her her like late 80s through like 95 i mean she was massive massive so but i agree i mean she's doing fine so thank god thank um You already kind of hit this earlier in the episode, but dude, what happened with Elizabeth Hurley? Oh my God. I was just wondering that. Austin Powers, Ed TV, bedazzled. She's electric and then just gone for the last 20 years. Just being on Instagram. No idea where she's been. Why is she not in more? She is someone that I I really don't understand it. And the last one I'm going to throw out is one that like, I don't know if this counts because like it's, it's more in the line of what we were saying about like never exactly took off mm-hmm. but monica Keena, she had the guest spot on dawson's creek then she's in orange county then she's a main role in undeclared she's the lead in freddie vs jason oh. she was in man of the house and then just that was it it just never happened i was like i was waiting for the era and it just never happened and it just i never love happened. her on screen and it just just never worked she was in something else that i feel like that i watched back in the day Oh my god, of course. She's in Entourage as Kristen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know what? It actually made me you talking about Elizabeth Hurley made me think of another actress who the beginning of her name is similar to Elizabeth. Do that it. Eliza Dushku. Oh, oh, what's she been up to? 
She was on a TV show for a while, right? She was on, I guess, Hulk and the Agents of Smash from 2013 to 2015. But otherwise, like, not much. Certainly not worthy of what she should be doing. No, because she also had a run. That was that was pretty great. But yeah, I'd say that's that's it for me. Let's bring all these let's bring all these guys and gals back. The only thing I could say is now there's just more shit than ever. Yeah, why can't we work these guys in? That's what I'm saying. Is like there's so many different platforms and it's amazing to see you know all the new stars and like different faces out there, but I mean, come on. We need comebacks. We need comebacks. Yep. Starting with Brendan Fraser and it's going to be incredible. Love it. All right, I think that's it. So, guys, fun week. We got a lot more coming. If you want to find us, you want to say stuff to us, you want to tell us if we missed anyone, we're on Instagram at Top Fives and Deep Dives. We're on Twitter at Top Dives. As we say every week, if you want to help us out for free, it would mean a lot to us if you go on Apple Podcasts, you rate us five stars, write a really short review, take like a minute. If uh, you're interested in more content, we have so much bonus content on our Patreon. It's as little as $1 a month. That's 12 bucks a year. It would mean the world to us. Helps us out a ton. And I think we've got a lot of fun content on there. So go check that out on Patreon.com if you want. Top fives and deep dives. And uh, have a great week. Fingers crossed I'll be healthy next time we record. And uh, we'll see you soon. Top fives and deep dives with town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with town of PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese, followed by Quentin Tarantonius. It's a crime.